So, according to a study, a woman is more responsive to romance when her stomach is full. And I have to admit, this fact is about as bullshit as the person that wrote it, because honestly, I think everyone is actually more responsive to like romance and stuff when they're full. And in a sense, I don't know. I think this fact was made just so that it can justify women being taken out on dates because you could change the gender and put man there and it'll still make sense. Meaning that you should also feed guys because I know for a fact, if you feed me, we can do a lot of romance after that. Like I'm a lot less inclined to romance and a lot more inclined to food when I'm hungry. And I think that works for just about everyone else. And if anything, if you actually made people fall, they do a hell of a lot more. Maybe not shag immediately, but they'll probably do it afterwards, you know, depending on how full they are. So in a sense, I find this to be a very, very stupid fact. Because in a sense, anyone is more responsive to things when they're full. Of course, if you're trying to threaten someone, if you're trying to make someone do something bad, then you probably want to do that when they're hungry because they're a little bit more desperate. You know, they'll think more emotionally. They can get angry and do stuff. So, eh, I don't know. Like, this is one of those facts that just makes me want to slap the person that posted it up. But anyways, that aside, we do have a podcast to do and hopefully doesn't have as obvious facts as this one. So we might as well get into it. So in typical fashion... Welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one break time podcast coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who works better when well fed. He is a man whose sickness for the thickness prevents him from skinny dipping. It is none other than your tall, dark and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Tweet Street, the show where we take a deep dive into Twitter, pull up a couple of tweets and break them down a little bit. Now, as usual, you know the drill if I know the drill. If you don't know the drill, then you can just listen. And if you know the drill, of course, you can say it along with me. And the drill is pretty simple. It goes like this. You see that tweet, you like that tweet, you want us to discuss that tweet, you send that tweet. You send it to my personal Twitter handle, at BagakaTheD, the B and the DR capital. I will get it and I will attend to it there. On Facebook and on Instagram, if it's one of those screenshots that you get, if it's one of those screen grabs that people got from Twitter and just so happened to put them there, then you send them to the DMs of at Breaktime on Westside and I will pick them and attend to them accordingly. Now, before we get into the main topic, normally I'd want to go and rant about something huge that's happened over the week, almost like the whole Kimye divorce that's begun and you know, I'd probably get into it, but unfortunately, I'm not gonna get into that story. And the reason is pretty simple. One, it's not just the fact that it's a little bit of old news right now. It's actually because I don't feel like there's anything new that I can add to that story. Like, everyone's kind of talked about everything. Yes, there's the Kanye lines that people have been spitting since Gold Digger. And people will make compilations about them and shit. And that's all fine and dandy. And then there's also that whole thing with Kris Jenner and keeping up with the Kardashians and shit. And the fact that there's a new season that's about to come out and also the Hulu series that they're doing and all of that seeming very timely. Like, I could talk about all of that, but I wager everyone that you probably listen to or view online has probably talked about it. So I don't really see the need why I get into it. Plus, I don't think there's really much of a different angle that I can add to it. So I kind of let that go. Although also, there's quite a number of tweets that I need to discuss, so I might as well get into those. But before we get to that though... Do you have controversial opinions? 
Do you like to engage in political commentary? Are you interested in current affairs? If so, this is Bungay's the podcast for you. You can catch myself, Sandrine, Jagame, and Nalo every week under Kenya Public Radio. All right, so we should move it on to the tweets. So on to our first tweet. Nairobi men have zero integrity, no moral code or ethics, no sincerity, nothing but beef eaters and audacity in their system. She then goes on to say, Very interesting because this is about abuse, but men in the thread are talking about character development because a relationship is surely all a woman is. Well, we didn't say anything of that sort, you know, about the relationship being all that a woman is because I actually did go through some of the comments. But I do have to say that the problem here isn't what the guy said or the comments that have been coming. The problem is how you phrase the tweet. Like people have a problem with English. Like it's not necessarily what it is that you say, but it's how you package it that's going to give a certain response. And a lot of people don't get that. And I will get to the whole abuse thing a little bit later. But think about it like this. You have dough, you have meat, you have some lettuce and maybe a couple of spices here and there and you decide to make some food now you can make a sandwich or you can make a burger and both of them have different perceptions to different people who probably pay differently for those same things and the difference is how they were made which is why i will come in and say that this woman actually phrased everything in a very shitty manner such that even when i was reading it the first thing that i saw was character development so Honestly, I think people need to start considering the English very well. You can go and phrase it and like hide it in between different things. People can be subliminal all the time. We've done this shit from time to time. But as every politician and PR person will probably tell you, perception is a very powerful agent. So how you phrase it is something that will influence how people are going to take it. But anyways, phrasing and the English aside, I might as well handle it in whatever way I think I probably should. Now, on the part about zero integrity, I tend to think that women prefer sweet nothings, so we might as well give it to them and sweet nothings don't require integrity. Hell, I'll even tell you this for a fact. I don't drink or smoke and usually whenever I start telling some babes about that, it's like they suddenly start to look at me as if I'm the pope. It's almost like there's a problem with me or I won't be fun at parties, which I probably could be, but well, you'd have to find out for yourself. And in a sense, that's just a very very simple lie. People can discount that all the time. But when you look at some of the bigger things, we kind of need to lie so we can get ahead. It's not like it's easy for me to go and bang somebody after saying that I have a girlfriend. And the worst part about it is you guys even know that we're lying because you were sitting with me and my phone was on the table when babe called and you saw babe and a heart there. And I picked up the phone and I left and I spoke and I got back and I was continuing to talk to you. And that time you asked if there was someone in my life. I was like, nope. And you knew that that was a lie and you still hopped into bed with me. So guess what? Even you guys like the zero integrity. Now, the lack of moral code and ethics, I'd probably say that that applies to select people. I'd like to think I have a moral code and ethics. In terms of sincerity, even you guys are insincere about things. Y'all are the same ones that eat up the Uber money and the fair and shit. So, in a sense, y'all are probably just about as bad as us. And on the beef eater part, 
you guys are the same ones that order for that beef eater and even though we ordered for it you guys are the same ones that like to drink the beef eater pink so you'll probably be the same person that drinks and finishes the entire drink while i was the one that ordered for it so in a sense the only thing that i can really admit to us having that's a good thing is audacity because to be very honest audacity has gotten us to quite a lot of places but in reality i honestly do not see why it is that people like to come out and say nairobi men or men or men in such and such a place the problem is more of a social problem don't just isolate it to guys women are part of the problem as well the only problem is women don't like to admit that they're a part of the problem and the issue is some of y'all are the ones that enable such shit to happen and then you'll still come back to complain about it. Y'all are the ones that ask for the beef eater pink. Y'all are the ones that know that we're lying and still hop into bed with us and you know that we're hitched. Y'all are the same exact ones that will go and eat the Uber money and then expect us to have integrity and a moral code and ethics. Like, at what point are we going to start calling out women for some of the bullshit that they do? Like, y'all are still a part of the problem. Y'all also don't like to pay for the bill. So either way, y'all are still gonna drink the same alcohol and then come back and complain that we're the problem. Like, shit. Can some of these self-righteous activists just for once actually accept that they could be part of the problem instead of just attacking us men? Like, I don't know. Anyways, we should probably move it on to the next tweet. And yes, I know it's a tweet about abuse, but uh, I, I honestly don't feel like discussing that right now. If it's sexual abuse, I sort of did an entire episode on it called How to Not Get Raped, which you can find in the catalog of episodes. And if it's emotional or mental abuse, then I guess start looking for those red flags pretty early. Anyways, we should move it on. So on to the next tweet. I finally found a solution for women and that's you giving them problems to think about. If you fail at that, she will make sure that you have problems to think about. So, choose wisely. Well, much as I would like to disagree with this, and I know quite a number of ladies would disagree with this, I do have to admit that this is kind of true. Now, a couple of years back when I was still in high school, I was busy sitting with a couple of older guys and they happened to have mentioned something that was actually similar to this. The statement that they said was, Women love drama. And in as much as you might be nice, in as much as you will do everything correctly, in as much as you will be the best boyfriend ever, she will always find a way to bring drama. And much as I'd want to dispute that advice, because probably these are old school guys, probably they deal with a certain crop of women. Soon after that, a couple of years later, I also heard someone and actually a bunch of people mentioning this in a discussion that women like to spice up the relationship by bringing in drama. So, in as much as I'd like to complain that this is an issue, these were two different sets of people, two different social classes dealing with very different women, and I'm guessing each individual had their own different tastes. So, it's very hard to dispel this as actually bad advice. Because, for some reason, you might be chilling, you all are good, you know, you had that Netflix and chill, you laid the pipe down good, Y'all have had dinner, y'all are just chilling, probably even watching some TV. And at some point, she'll just ask you, why does Sheila always call you at 11pm? And why are you guys always texting for like the whole day? Hell, maybe that was one time for you as a guy. Maybe that was just that one time when Sheila had a problem. But she's gonna ask about Sheila. 
at some point after you're done laying pipe or y'all have been chilling and y'all are so good like everything's been good for a couple of days she comes back with an issue and she's like why the hell is it that you're always talking to certain people at like 2 a.m in the morning she doesn't know that you're discussing bets she doesn't know that you could be planning some way to like rob a bank so that you can make sure you have money and you give her the world or at least a piece of land she doesn't know that but she will bring that back and no matter how good of a guy you are it's something that will probably hit at you so the best way to remedy that is to give her issues and stuff to think about of course i don't mean you know make her life complicated and bad but bring your drama and your issues and slam them on her give her something to think about then she won't bother you with stuff to think about because the human mind can only take so much and yes women can claim that they multitask but if you start complaining about loans and the rent and bills and the fact that you don't know if you're gonna have money for all of that she'll be a little less inclined to start asking you about sheila brenda and every other girl she's seen on your contact list so in a sense i believe this is very good advice the only unfortunate part about it is i don't think there's that many guys that are into such things it's very hard for a guy to start bringing up drama because besides bills and like the stresses of work and taxes and shit how exactly am i supposed to bring drama am i supposed to start asking you why it is that brian always walks with you from work all the way back home huh am i supposed to start questioning you on your cooking even though your cooking is probably good you know depending on who you are am i supposed to start complaining that you oversalt everything or that you put too much soup or that you probably put too much milk or that your meals aren't gluten free and they're lactose intolerant and you don't like stuff vegan am i supposed to start bringing drama with all of that like personally i'm a very chilled person and i like to keep my shit simple i'm like current in electricity i like to follow the path of least resistance and i don't like those confrontations that relationships have because they usually lead up to annoying arguments that you don't want to have she'll start questioning you on stuff that you did nine years ago even though it was like a childhood memory she'll start asking you about your tbt's and shit and i'm not ready for that so in a sense much as it's probably good advice i will probably say for the record that you don't necessarily have to follow it just learn to take your l as a man you know sometimes she's gonna make fusses and noises about stuff that don't make sense so just listen and be like hmm hmm yes i understand and i'm sorry and then you can move on so i think that probably works a slightly better advice than causing drama but you know at least they've given you an option so we should probably move it on so on to the next tweet I asked my husband for money to start a new business. He said I should write a proposal. Just sent it to his email. Presentation is on tomorrow 8 a.m. sharp guys. Wish me luck. Now, firstly, let me start by saying good luck and if your proposal meeting already happened, I hope you got the funding and or the business that you are trying to get. And well, I actually fully and wholeheartedly support such a thing. Like this is something I probably do with my girlfriend. Now the funny thing is when I was busy going through the comments on this, people were busy losing their shit. Women are like, "Oh, how could you do that? Oh, your man isn't a good man. Oh, your husband is supposed to be supportive because he's your husband and the loyalty is supposed to come from there." And I'm just thinking, what kind of dumbasses are these? Like 
don't get me wrong like i'm all down for loyalty and helping your significant other improving shit but this is business and business needs to stay separate from the personal shit like that's a rule that people need to start having because the funny thing is everyone likes to act like oh it's a friendly thing oh it's a loyalty thing up until someone starts fucking up in the business up until someone messes up your reputation with your connects because you connected them because oh your friends and you think that just because they're close to you they need to link you up with good business now people need to do proposals people need to show that they can get the job done people need to show that what they have is good and it's something that's probably sustainable or at least profitable at the very least and to the ladies and the gentlemen that are listening i don't think the idea of oh sex should probably work oh you should put your tits in his face oh you should kiss his forehead oh you should do a b c d in the bedroom with him and tell him to submit to it like much as i'm down for a tease and a good sexual experience here and there i'm actually not for such a thing because this is business we're talking about this is money we're talking about this is connections and reputation that we're talking about no amount of sex no amount of head no size of tits no size of booty no good ride no nice lap dance will ever equate to that and that's probably one of the issues that i find a lot of women having with guys because you think that just because we prioritize sex it's the only thing that can work on us it's the one thing that will disarm us and make us do whatever it is that you want and the truth of the matter is that's not the case we actually do think about a lot of things and no amount of good sex or good sexual teas will or should make a man suddenly submit to your supposedly crappy business proposal or idea let it make sense let it actually appeal to him so that he can actually help you grow and support you to the very end of your dream passion and business and shit so to the fellas and also to the ladies that do this with their partners i totally support you and please encourage more of your friends and counterparts to do this this is actually a very good thing to do anyways we should move it on to our final tweet of today so on to the last tweet let even women leave when they want y'all rate good women by their ability to cope with poverty if you've been left just move on now this tweet was made as a reply to somebody who was busy talking about how some guy lost his job due to covid but immediately got another one that was paying him less and when he spoke to his wife and asked if they could move into a more affordable housing area she declined and she ended up leaving him and well in as much as i'd like to decline and call this bad i will state that if we can let this happen then maybe we should start allowing the guys to go for younger more nicer looking women the minute you start becoming old ugly and have hanging skin that sounds like a fair trade right because if guys are appreciated in society by their ability to be resourceful and women are appreciated in society by their ability to be beautiful then one lacking the other and being told that they should be allowed to leave and go for someone else should also give us men the ability to leave and go get someone else in the likely event that the other person doesn't do shit because otherwise what good is the whole vows thing like people usually do the whole vows and they talk about in health and wealth for richer for poorer till death do a spot but if someone doesn't want respect for richer for poorer 
why the hell should I respect you in the whole health and wealth thing? Why should I go for the whole till death do us part? And on top of that, why shouldn't I go for more women when I make more money? Because according to the book of misogyny, which I shall quote right now, because every successful man has a woman that's behind them, then if we get more women behind us, then we're bound to be more successful. Isn't that the sense that we're bringing here? Because clearly, somebody seems to have a problem with women being around when guys are having tough times. And while some of us will rate good women by the ability to cope with poverty and hard times and shit, I will state for a fact that it's a test of loyalty rather than a rating of whether she's a good woman or not. Like, what good are you when you're only there when times are good? Like, it's even something that we do with friends. Like, we want to be with the ones that supported us through the tough times because we starve together, we eat together. When I get a lick, I'm gonna make sure that me and the same guys that I starved with all get to eat. Like, we all get to be on the table and eat together and shit. Like, how am I supposed to do that and you're too busy running away when I don't have money and when I'm unable to cope and coming back when I do have the money? Like, it's a very dumb form of thinking if you actually think about it. But then again, it's entirely up to you if you're someone that wants to run away when I get broke then feel free to do so but when the money comes through don't bother coming back because i'm not gonna take you but anyways it's entirely up to you i want to know your thoughts on this is this how good women are rated or is there a much better test of loyalty the dms are open on instagram it is at break time on west side on facebook it is at break time on west side as well and on twitter if you want to slide into my personal dms it is at bagaka the d Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end and if you are on CastBox feel free to drop your comments there and I will attend to them accordingly and I will catch you guys on the next break. Take care.